Welcome to the Let's Talk About Love, Sex, and Infidelity podcast with your host, Todd Krieger. Todd has over 35 years of experience working with thousands of couples as a licensed therapist in his private practice. Todd shares his insights on this show. It's never too early to divorce-proof your marriage or too late to heal yourselves and have the relationship you truly want. Hi, everybody. This is Todd Krieger. Today, I want to talk to you about how to set the stage for connection, for intimate connection, for physical connection. How do you create a sanctuary? And just a few things I want to talk about. First of all, is, of course, uh, you know, we don't have to be overly particular in making everything perfect. That's not ever what I say. The most important thing is two people that have an intent to connect and be loving and be uh, adventurous and all these wonderful things that it takes to have an intimate relationship, right? There's, there's love, there's pleasure, there's thinking of the other, it's also being selfish, and all those ingredients. We need to have all those ingredients. You now, a person that's not selfish enough can oftentimes interfere with uh, lovemaking because they're not in touch with what they want. So it's important to be selfish, right? And also, of course, it's just as important to be not just thinking of you, but the other person's pleasure. So you want to have this mindset going into it. Again, I'm talking about how to set the stage for connection. So it's the mindset of you and me, not you or me, but you and me. And maybe creating a physical environment that's pleasurable to the sound, right? Maybe music, maybe uh, soft music, nothing too like hard rock. I'm talking about like smooth jazz or classical or maybe some uh, soft you know, slow rock or, you know, but something that is conducive to connection. Um, lots of music that can actually enhance and foster sexual intimacy, for sure. Um, you want to also, <clears throat> you want to also create like a, a, an environment where there's less hesitancy and more going for it. And I'm thinking in terms of parents that have children, especially. A lot of uh, people, a lot of couples that have children, the children, uh, they let the children get in the way too much. Now, it's a problem, and you have to be reasonable, and you have to be thoughtful, and it's not as easy as when you don't have kids or when you're empty nesters and the kids are gone or gone away for a, a while uh, on, with friends or sleepovers. But you need to be able to have a, an environment where you could make love most days. doesn't mean you have to make love most days. I just want you to have the environment that it encourages intimacy as opposed to an environment that discourages intimacy. So, for example, a really good lock on the door. I've helped more couples with kids have better sex lives by getting a better lock or a good lock at least, a lock they can trust. Of course, plan it out. Think about uh, when kids will be asleep or occupied, and you need to adjust your schedule to that. You, if you can, adjust your work schedule. You adjust your exercise schedule. You definitely adjust your TV schedule so that you can be connected at times when children will be less apt to be in the way, or in-laws, or whatever. I don't want you to think you always have to wait for the per perfect moment, you know, when the stars perfectly align, we need to set up an environment that, uh, that, that works. 
you know, I talked about coming back to the senses, talked about sound and music, but also visually, it's probably better to not have so much clutter, especially if uh, in a place where you're going to have intimacy and making love, it sure is nicer to be in a place that feels good, doesn't feel cramped, bedroom or wherever you are having this physical connection, that would make sense as well. You also want to set the stage by paying attention to your own energy. You know, what are things that I could do so that I could have my maximum energy so I could give attention to my partner and be interested in my own pleasure with my partner. So you don't want to overdrive your life. You want to set time for the intimacy. I have worked with more couples that have learned the importance of planning an intimacy time. Even if you don't plan what you're actually going to do, you can be spontaneous. But planning intimacy time and creating a lifestyle where there's time and energy for that doesn't just happen. As a matter of fact, unfortunately, the first thing that goes oftentimes when people are in automatic is when it comes to uh, longer term committed relationships is this physical and sexual intimacy. So you want to make sure that you have the energy. Maybe you come home from work early a few days a week with the idea of we're going to spend time together. You just think about it. If you don't think about it, it might not happen. Unless you're one of those lucky couples that is part of your normal everyday routine. But that is oftentimes not the case. Oftentimes, we're busy and we need to actually think about it. Again, setting the stage for connection. Overall, self-care is very important. Self-care, taking care of you, exercising, eating well, being hydrated, all these things. Having a relaxation ritual, whether it's meditation or muscle relaxation, anything that could help preserve energy and help you have energy after a long day of other things maybe, that you still have some time and energy for each other. Um, an, another another um, aspect of setting the stage for connection is your own self-accepting mindset. I think one of the best ways to have confidence is self-acceptance, is accepting your flaws, not looking at perfection, not looking for the perfect body. As we get older, our bodies change. So confidence doesn't necessarily come from perfection or competence. It comes from self-acceptance self-kindness, and really cultivating that mindset of self-compassion and self-acceptance. And lastly, of course, talking about nonverbal behavior. Nonverbal behavior sets the stage for the sexual behavior. You know, um, well, let me back up. Verbal behavior too. You know, I've been talking about this so much, I didn't talk, I wasn't going to talk about it here. But of course, communicating to each other, developing a deeper connection is definitely, definitely conducive to having a stronger sexual connection. Learning to listen to each other, take the time to communicate in mature ways and be interested and curious in the other person. But along with that, and how I started this was the nonverbal behavior. Embracing the power of touch, soft touch, non-sexual touch, eye contact, smiling, just different embracing, all creates the connection, the warmth, increasing of the necessary hormones that 
uh, oftentimes will lead to more sexual connection and more sexual touch. So that's what I wanted to say, just the importance to think about how to set the stage for connection, how to create an intimate sanctuary. I think that's really important too. And we don't want to neglect our physical surroundings, tuning into our senses, you know, creating um, an atmosphere where we don't have to worry about kids interrupting, uh, thinking about the importance of making sure we have energy budgeted for each other and our intimate life, having self-care, developing confidence through self-acceptance of our flaws. We don't have to be perfect to be sexual beings. We are sexual beings. And, uh, of course, verbal and nonverbal connection. So that's what I wanted to say. I hope you enjoy um, in practicing setting the stage for that intimate connection. And I, I wish you love. I wish you pleasure. And this is Todd Krieger, making the world safe for love. That's it for today's episode of Let's Talk About Love, Sex, and Infidelity Podcast with your host, Todd Krieger. For free resources and materials, head over to toddkrieger.com. Loved this episode? Head over to iTunes and subscribe, rate, and leave a review. We'd really appreciate it. Thank you.